This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of The Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and My Mortgage Team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at thetalkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. That's questions <laughs> at talkmusiccity.com. That it is. That it is there, Monty. Carrie Ann, we're back and we got the famous and amazing Jason Hoover with us. Jason Hoover <laughs> hey, Jason. is in hey, the thanks, house. Thanks for joining us, brother. Thank you. And we, we have, have a very special guest. We have a guest that's going to show us how new ways to sell and real and buy real estate. I'm excited about that. Mr. Mike Todd of IRA, IRA Innovations. Yes. Welcome. Thank Welcome you very back. much. Glad Welcome. to be here. Thank you. Before we get started, though, we're going to talk to our, uh, we're going to share uh, the wonderful joys of our sponsor. Yes. We're very thankful for Music City Removal. They're the number one junk removal service in Nashville from residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in running you junk. They're costing you labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal Team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. All right, all right, all right. We're junk ain't cute, or what? Oh, <laughs> look at me. That is true. Uh, she's multitasking. Clutter, cl- no. <laughs> junk yes. ain't or clutter. Clutter ain't cute. None of it is cute, except for our friend here, Mike. So we're really excited to... It's in that cup right there. I know, yeah, yeah, Lord. Enough, I guess. Actually, you know what's so funny? So I'm over here pulling my guidelines, too. For That's what I was doing. Um, I was texting my underwriter. <laughs> <laughs> to get the details. Huh? Yeah, because awesome. I, want, I mean, like you were just saying how we're going to buy real estate. I was like, I need to make sure I got all my, you know, ducks in a row here. For sure. So, so yes. Welcome, Mike. Thank you. Glad to be here. Mike, so the question is, what is a self-directed IRA? That's what we're going to talk about today, folks, because there's ways of people buying real estate that now we can give them new reasons that we didn't know about before. And in my 37 years, I really know teensy tiny bit about this, Mike. So I'm looking forward to learning a lot because I want to have another tool in my tool belt of skill level and understanding for our clients. And that's what you know helps us as real estate professionals and mortgage professionals create value. And right, pros- that's how really what follows it's value. Mm-hmm. It doesn't follow hoping and wishing. It follows value. So we can always become better. So I'm looking forward to this part. So tell us what it is. What, so what somebody's is got an IRA. How about who are you first? Yeah, first we, let's yeah. talk about who you are. Sure. So uh, again, Mike Todd's name. I'm with the company called IRA Innovations. Yes, sir. Our company's 19 years old, headquartered okay. out of Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, I heard some Alabama can, uh, accent in there, didn't I? cannot I? turn I it heard off. it before. I, I have tried <laughs> my best to turn that off. I think he I, was roll tiling it I, earlier. I, right? He was. <laughs> until, I, until the hogs got came in the room. I, I, even, I even moved away from the South. And I still couldn't turn it off, so I just came back. There you, know, you go. So. There we'll you forgive go. you for that, brother. We'll forgive you for it. But uh, our company's... Um, 18, 19 years old. I've been with the firm almost 15, opened the office for him here in Brentwood uh, back in 07. Wow. So we've, we've been at this time and uh, been doing it longer than anybody else in the state. No, hmm. no questions asked. So that's so. kind of a niche market, I'd say. It's very niche. Yes, wow. sir. So 
But, um, you know, our, our, our niche is showing people how they can invest their retirement plans in alternative investments. So things besides the stock market and real estate is the number one investment choice that our clients choose. I just find that a super, super interesting. Uh Interesting because at a time in our world, we're not sure about stock market futures and I mean, what to expect. Is it going to come up? Is it going to go down? Is what's it going to happen? We know real estate, but it does. That's right. It may go like this, but it continues to, to climb. It's here lately. It's done more than, you know, it's been like this. But I, I'm really curious as to, okay, somebody, let's speak from a realtor standpoint. We're working with a client or we know some some uh, of our circle of influence. We're going to, we're thinking about throwing it out there for a, uh, you know, a conversation starter that, uh, how does some, I mean, let's, let's go from ground zero. Okay. Let's, we don't know anything about how do you take an IRA and how you buy a home with it. That that's for an investment. I assume not for, that's correct. Not for personal living, but for an investment. That's correct. Can we talk about that? Let's talk from scratch because I really think that there's a huge market in this, obviously. And if anybody doesn't realize that middle Tennessee is a great place to invest, They've had their head in the ground for yes, a while now. Yes, they have. So let's talk about that from that perspective. I mean, first of all, Jason, did you know anything about this, enough to talk to anybody about it? No, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, okay. I, I've heard about it, yeah. you know, just being in me too. I've heard about it. circle, but um, yeah. Hey, show me how to make money from my money. <laughs> well, well, money, money, money. money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what, so I think your point's excellent is, is um, it's still an investment, right? So there's always right. some risk. But for me personally, people ask, why would I self-direct my IRA or why would I invest in real estate? Can, we, can we back up just a little bit more? What does self-direct mean? Right. It means so, it's not going... So, so self-directed is, is nothing more than a marketing term within the industry. It is not an IRS term. But what we mean by that is you as the client have to go it. find the investment Okay. And you vet it. You decide, is it a good investment or not? We're not giving you financial or investment advice. And then you direct us to use your IRA funds to make that purchase. Okay. And that purchase can be? The, the, the purchase really. Real estate? It, it can be anything. Really? The best way I tell people, I said, if you can think of an investment outside of your IRA, you probably can do it inside of your retirement plan. No kidding. Hmm. The law only prohibits two types of investments. It says you cannot purchase a collectible, so no art collection, stamp collection, antique collection, et cetera, and you cannot purchase a life insurance contract. And Hmm. I've had, the 15 years I've been here, I think I've had one phone call on life insurance and less than five on collectibles. Mm -hmm. So it just rarely comes up. It could be gold. It could be precious metals. Mm -hmm. It could be cryptocurrency. The, the most popular things we see are real estate is the number one investment. Mm-hmm. A really close second is your IRA can be a private lender. So we have, mm-hmm. think of hard money lenders. Mm-hmm. Right. We see clients doing those. Uh, and then uh, privately held companies is very common. Okay. Uh, in your brokerage firms, which is where most people's retirement plans are held, they just, they just don't allow it. Mm-hmm. And, it's by, and it's by their choice, right? They're, they okay. limit you to the stock market because that's the space they're in. Right. So are you putting the entire IRA into that particular home as a like a hundred thousand to a hundred thousand or is it down payment money or it, it could be either. I mean, the majority of our clients use their IRA to fully fund their investments so they pay cash for the deal, but an IRA can certainly borrow money. Uh, there are some challenges within it. It's not impossible, but there's most lenders are not accustomed to lending to an IRA and that who the, that is who the borrower would be. It's an IRA is its own entity. So the IRA mm-hmm. would be the borrower. You have to have a, lender that's willing to 
facilitate that. Hmm, interesting. I'll that, look into that. that. Um, so, Carrie Ann, you, you're really so that wouldn't that. be the the borrower being the guarantee. Nope, that, that, and that's the kind of the on the lending. That's the challenges. So it's a non recourse loan. It has to be a non recourse loan. IRA law prohibits the lender from pers- the borrower. I'm sorry, the individual from personally guaranteeing the loan. So therefore, it has to be a non-recourse loan. Interesting. Okay. So if they put 50% down, you still, I mean, that still would be a challenge, I'm assuming. Well, what he's saying is regular conforming loans are, right, are the guarantor is you as the client. Correct. Yeah. All all of my experience, there's a couple of national lenders that'll do the IRA loans. And then we've had some success with some of the community banks Mm -hmm. who where they underwrite, Understand it, underwrite it and hold it in-house that they've been sure. willing to do it. So, so real yeah. quick, um, just want to plug in you know, for our listeners that don't know the difference on conforming and non-conforming sure. loans, probably good to kind of share. Yeah, conforming loans are going to be backed by your Fannie, Freddie, That's and right. Jenny. Um, and what he's sharing is that would be a loan that we'd, Carrie wouldn't do, basically. Okay. Now, possibly I could broker out that type of loan and things like that, which I will do some research on now that we have Mr. Mike here with us so we can learn you know, all about it. So do you find that a lot of people have an IRA or is, are you saying that I'm going to take my cash, put it in an IRA, and then I'm going to fund it? The majority of our clients move existing retirement dollars to us, right? Mm-hmm. So they have an IRA with Fidelity or Schwab, or maybe they left a company, so they have a 401k at a previous employer, mm-hmm. GM, Nissan, somebody like that. And that gives them access to those funds. So they simply transfer it mm-hmm. into an IRA that they mm-hmm. establish with us and then use those funds to make whatever their investment choices may be. And is there an income cap for someone with an IRA? There's an income cap as far as making contributions. So if you wanted to add additional funds into the plan, and depending on the type of an account that you open would determine what that is. But the, again, the majority of the clients move Already money from it. existing retirement plans. So think of it like this, I'm banking with one bank and I'm going to bank at a different sure. bank now. Similar concept. Um, Let's talk and, about and there's no there's no caps as far as transfers or anything like that. You can move money around as much as you want. So here's a scenario: our client has um, let's say one hundred fifty thousand dollars that they want to move from that IRA to self direct, and it's a three hundred thousand dollar home. And they find somebody who's willing. You know, they find the lender who's willing to do a, re, a non recourse loan. Sure. Okay, so they're making payments on that house. Is that part of their IRA being directed, or how's that work? That, that is correct. So I, I tell people, visualize your IRA as its own person. It legally is a separate entity from you, so it's the investor, not you personally. So in the scenario you described, the deed would show the IRA as the buyer. It would list IRA innovations for the benefit of Monty's IRA as the owner. The loan would be the same way. The IRA would be the the borrower and then any income generated. So in this case, if it was a rental, would go back into the IRA with no tax implications because it's an IRA. And then any expenses would need to be paid by the IRA. So property tax, insurance, and in this case, the mortgage payment repairs, all of that would have to come from the IRA. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It is wow. interesting. Yeah. So tell, tell us the benefits of doing something like that. I, I'm assuming most cases it's, it's a cash deal. Most cases. Okay. And because we're seeing, you know, we're seeing a lot of cash deals. Okay. Sure. I mean, I don't know where people have been hiding their money, but in the last few years, I think we've seen more cash offers on property than I've ever seen in my career. Oh, sure. It used to be like one out of a hundred was a cash deal. Regardless of interest rates now, it's like 
you know, the, every other one's a cash you deal. Get multiple offers on a property. Right. And the only way to get cash, it is cash. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Right. Above asking price. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So tell tell us more. How how does um, how's that treated, and, and why is it why does somebody want to do it other than the fact they might have more confidence in real estate than they do the stock market? Well, I think that's one of them. For me personally, that's what got me into this business. I don't know, eighteen or so years ago, I was. Um, kind of tired of the roller coaster ride of the stock market mm-hmm. and started doing real estate personally. And then I got introduced to self-directed IRAs and that's what got me in the industry. So I think one to predictability, right? There's always some variance of, of what your returns are going to be. But as an individual, I know I can understand the real estate market in Nashville makes more sense to me mm-hmm. where I can comprehend it better mm-hmm. than what the stock market does these right, days. So right. it's like, I at least have some boundaries. I'm pretty confident that I'm going to my returns will fall within. Mm-hmm. But then secondly, uh, just like any other IRA or retirement plan, the, the big advantage is whatever growth there is, is either tax-free or tax-deferred, depending on the type of an account. Mm-hmm. Right? A Roth account's tax-free for life. All other accounts are, are tax-deferred. Mm-hmm. So think if you bought a property and if it was a rental, there's no income or no taxes on the rental portion, Mm -hmm. but think of it if it was a flip, right? Hey, I bought a property, Mm -hmm. sold it in six months. There's no capital gains on the the, the proceeds at all. No. So ever. So what if you don't have an IRA now or a 401k now? Let's say, you know, folks didn't come from the corporate world, moved to the real estate world. Can they take their cash and put it in? They can. And again, it depends on the account type on the amount of on what your contributions limits are. Traditional IRAs and Roths, your caps are either going to be six or $7,000 a year, so it's not going to be significant. I mean, it'll be a, a slow growth, but that don't mean you can't put it to work in some fashion. But I can't uh, just give you 100000 You cannot give me 100 If you're, uh, a lot of my clients are realtors, so they're self-employed, right? They're 299 right. people. Mm-hmm. So they would qualify to set up what's called a SEP account, SEP. Mm-hmm. And that's a percentage of income with a maximum contribution of about $57,000. So if you follow that category and your income's high enough, there's a chance you could, you know, put 50 plus grand a year into a, a retirement plan. And, and then that builds finish. up and Absolutely. then I convert it to you. You can. That's, a, that's, that's one way. Uh, you also can... One thing some people don't realize is your IRA can partner with people. So to go back to Monty's example of uh, buying a $300,000 home and there's $150,000 in the IRA, well, there's nothing to say there can't be multiple buyers. So so if my spouse has an IRA, I could use my IRA and my spouse's, or Mike's got an IRA and he just wants to invest with his buddy Jason over here, and Jason's going to bring some funds to the table uh, we could form either some sort of partnership or both of us be listed on the deed as a tenants in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and we see that we see both of those scenarios a lot. I would think that'd be a more common scenario yeah. Yeah. since that's cash right. is a more likely that's right. route. So, so, so Carrie Ann find, could kill Carrie Ann finds that local mortgage company who's holding that note and, and understands what you're doing and would do it on a certain dollar or percentage. Down. That's right. <clears throat> so, so I understand. So my current, let's say I have an IRA currently. I can't do this. I can't do that with the current IRA. I would have to convert it to a self-direct. You would, you would, you would transfer the, the IRA to me. I got gotcha. you. That's exactly. Okay. That's not a big process. It doesn't it, sound it, like. it depends on the firm you're sending. Depends on where the funds are currently held. It's going to take three to ten days, mm-hmm. and it's it's a, two, a piece of paper that's two pages long. It's, it's but that's selling stock, and to do that, it has to move. It has to transfer as cash. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to liquidate if you're in a stocks or mutual funds position. It has to be converted to cash. It's still 
remains in the IRA or the retirement plan umbrella, so there's no tax implications. You're just simply changing custodians. So what I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. No, what I'm hearing, though, is the capital gains. I'm dealing with that right now. I mean, that's, what, 32% or something like that? Depends on, yeah. Sure yeah, I mean, it's, it's up there. Yeah, yeah. so... That saves it. Also, paying tax on the rental income that I receive on an investment property, that that's also right. is saved. So that's a huge win for the folks that have that money set aside. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's not you can, you're not buying the second home. That's, that's a great point. It, is, it's, it really is for investment purposes only. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's a, I'll give you an example. A common question I get, especially in the summertime, is I'll get a phone call every year. Hey, Mike, I'm down here at the beach with right. my friend Jason. Right. He's telling me about this. Is this true? I can buy the beach condo with my IRA. And, of course, the answer is yes. And they're like, you mean all the rents go back in with no taxes? That's correct. And you mean I get to vacation at it one week a year for free? And the answer is no. And they're like, well, what if I pay rent? And the answer is still no. Huh. I was like, when your IRA is at Fidelity or Schwab, do you have any expectation that you get to use it for one week out of the summer? And they're like, well, no. And well, I who's like, going to know about that? Well, probably nobody. But <laughs> I'm sorry. But, but it's a great question, but the penalties are severe. Oh, really? I, I tell Ouch. people if it were me, if that was the scenario for me personally, I would go rent the unit next door and check on my unit. Mm. I, would not, I would not stay in my unit because mm. the penalties are severe. Hmm. So, Interesting. But, but it, you know, back to my point is when you're with a brokerage firm, you've got no expectation of using your IRA for right, a week out of right, the year. Right. It's still an IRA with me. Gotcha. It's just called a self-directed, but the same rules, overall high-level rules still apply. So family could live there for the, a week? So the people that are prohibited, so that brings up an excellent point. <laughs> yeah. there, there's a handful of people that are prohibited from doing business with you. Sounds IRA. like you know what you're talking about right off the bat here. I think I've we can to, trust you. I've got a cheat sheet. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I had to look it up real quick before I came. So there's a handful of people the law says the IRA is not allowed to do business with. They call them disqualified persons. It's easy to visualize when it's your IRA. The disqualified people are you and your spouse. If you're married, straight up and straight down your family tree. So your parents and grandparents, your children and grandchildren and their spouses. Hmm. Notice who I didn't say. I did not say your brothers or sisters. And I did not say your in-laws. Oh, Hmm. Straight up and down, straight up and down the tree. Straight up and down is the best way. If if they're trying to benefit from the transaction or the deal in some way, they probably cannot do the deal. Mm-hmm. But if they're not in the picture, it doesn't. Can matter Can you be what. invited from the brother <laughs> to stay in the guest room the, the, if they get the, the master? The, 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 the law <laughs> says you're not supposed to have use of the facilities. So okay, can, 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 however, you, however you want to interpret that, but you could co-own it with family members. Absolutely. Okay. So, so uh, I couldn't take. But a then they weren't be able to go visit it, and well, you wouldn't it, be able to be. Not there necessarily. Either. It depends on who the other family member is. Right. It's a very complicated. Right, right, right. Like, so, you got to get your tree out and if, find out if, who's, if who's your family. Who's the side branch like and who's the Rubik's that cube. I tell most people, if your family tree is not involved, you're you're fine. If your family tree is involved, call me. But for those and folks I'll, that are real estate agents out there that um, work with investors. I mean, I know of some folks right now within my own office that flips properties all on a regular basis, and I know we have a 401k. Now that I'm thinking about it, I probably invest in it. Um, they probably could use that if they converted it over if mm-hmm. they chose not to. Mm-hmm. Now, can I invest... When I convert it over, I don't invest any more into it. It's a... Meaning you can. You can You can certainly add additional funds to it, just like with any other IRA if you want oh, okay. to. So, okay. Sure. It's, at the end of the day, it's still an IRA with me, or okay. a 401k, whatever it may be. 
the overall rules for his contributions and distributions still apply as they would with Fidelity or Schwab or anybody else. The only difference being what we let you invest in. Huh. But, you're, but you're limited on how much you can invest based on the current value of that property, right? In what regard? I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you get you unless you buy that three hundred thousand dollar property. Her question was, can you continue to put more money in it? That's you're limited. You, I mean, you can't put another fifty thousand in it, can you? If it's only worth three hundred. Meaning his IRA, that can, IRA can, went and bought this property, but I can still have money left in that IRA correct. that you I can, can invest back an, into. You could have an invest. You could have uninvested cash mm-hmm. in the account that is making system. money within. You could put it in another deal or buy stocks and mutual funds. It really wouldn't be an advantage to put correct. money in that. That's not. I'm not yeah. concerned. Okay, yeah, but. If I did that, then I had more money later on if I found another investment property. Oh, sure. Like I could do multiples at that point. Well, that or even from a realtor's point of view, thinking of the SEP, right? I've got a SEP and you know, you may just be, hey, I want to add money to the SEP to get the tax deduction this year and I'll figure out what I'm going to do with that 50 grand mm-hmm. later. You know? so, that, so that property that you paid 300 for with your IRA and all of a sudden half of California moves to Nashville and now that 300 is worth 450. Can you take that 150 out and buy another one as long as the value is there? Or I'm still trying to wrap my brain around well, that. So in that scenario, it appreciates in value. I mean, you have a couple of options. You could certainly sell the property and the all the proceeds would stay within the IRA tax for your tax deferred. You can't pull money if out of it. If you have a lender that'll lend to the IRA, you could certainly do a cash out refi and pull out some of the equity. The equity stays within the IRA because that's who the borrower was. Mm-hmm. And, and it goes, purchases another then, property or makes another investment. So you don't have access to that cash. It's, if it's still an IRA. Until you take a distribution, yeah. you do not get that money. The, the distribution age for all retirement plans is 59 and a half. Uh, with that, you can certainly take it earlier Money's than that. So close to that, you can, I know, so close. You can certainly take <laughs> it so earlier close. than that. You just Any have to pay. A, you just have now. to pay a penalty. So. Right. Okay, so um, but then the tax is deferred until that time frame, right? Is that the situation? Correct. And right. Then, so, and then you're paying tax on that. Well, money. and then it's but it's taxed as ordinary income. It's, it's just going to be reported on a 1099. Is how it's reported. I see. So. Depending on your tax bracket, it may be better or it may be worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this is a great value add. It you is. know, not everybody will fit in this. Not, not everybody all. would feel comfortable in it. But the more that we educate, I mean, that's just something brand new for right. me to, to, there's a lot of people out there in the corporate world that don't, let's talk about it this way. They wouldn't qualify for an investment property. Right from That's a right. debt to income ratio standpoint, right. right? But they have their hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars in an IRA or a four hundred one k. That's right. Then they're able to take those funds, convert it over, and now they're able tax free, you know, have that investment property that they always wanted. That's a huge win. No, absolutely. As a realtor, and that's how I would promote it. I yeah. Mean, absolutely. That's, yeah. You so know. you're not taking anything away from me. This is stuff that they probably wouldn't qualify for anyways, you that's know, and or the person that has a lot of money and very strategically knows exactly what they're doing, you know, right. flipping mm-hmm. um, and things like that. That is cool. This is good stuff. Yeah, I hope I hope all our real estate friends out there watching this uh, are are getting their arms around it. I'm just now finally getting around. It's taken me 37 years to get here to get around it, you know, and I'm still not quite there totally. But I I really like the idea of having you know I w- I would personally rather have my money invested in real estate than the stock market to start with. So I'm going to go home and talk to Connie Sue about that. She's got a little bit, and maybe we've got, maybe we have enough to buy a house. Find a partner, Find a partner, yeah. So talk about the cost to convert. Is okay. there, there, how much cost does it take to convert? 
to, to you know, like, yep. and using your services. So, so uh, our industry, because we're not investment based from a, um, we don't own the investments, so stocks and mutual funds. We don't charge commissions or anything. We charge annual fees to maintain an account, and we give a client a choice. We either charge on a per investment charge for round numbers. I'm going to say $300 a year. It's a little bit less than that, regardless of the value. So if you bought a $50,000 piece of raw land down in Pulaski, it would be 300 bucks a year. Or if you owned a million-dollar commercial building, it would be 300 bucks. So I can buy a raw land. You can, yeah. That, that's, that was a good point. I was going to say that, too. So raw land will work, too. So I can buy the raw land knowing <laughs> that maybe it'll appreciate later in, in life or something? The, the only caution I give to anybody buying raw land, especially if it's not an income-producing property, is that you will have some expenses, so make sure the IRA taxes, taxes at a minimum. Mm-hmm. So make sure the IRA, the retirement plan, either you're able to make contributions to cover that, or oh, there's Oh, because you have reserve. to make the payments, because you're the owner. That is the uh, Got gotcha, you. The IRA is the what about, what about commercial property? Uh, that that's it's fine. Okay. So any. What I, if you? It's your shop. Uh, you can't. That's, right? that's the, that whole family that's tree. A, that's that whole family <laughs> tree. That's right. Uh, that's a common question I get though. Hey, uh, I'll be the anchor tenant, or my business will be the anchor tenant, and it just can't be if it's the retirement plan. Hmm. Okay. So what if you don't own the business, but you just work for the business? That's so that can work. <laughs> well, so, so, well, to clarify, an entity, so an LLC or whatever, if it's 50% owned or more by the disqualified people combined, then the entity is hmm, prohibited. We might be on to something. Here. <laughs> Dude, so, so we do see that. He, know, he seems to be the answer man on so, the top. Yeah. So I we, think that's uh, a good thing. You know, so we should maybe be I can so get answer. rid of my twenty eight thousand yeah. dollar rent payment every month. <laughs> that crazy rent over there. Maybe put it back into an IRA. But although that would understand that um, what the commercial buildings around here are like five million dollars, so that's probably not going to ever work out. But that's okay. Right. They're a little expensive here in Williamson County. Yeah, you think? Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> so what but, would we be concerned about doing this? Is there any concerns? I, I think the biggest concern, we kind of touched on it, is the, the disqualified people, the prohibited transactions. Oh, I that, see. That is, Just that's getting excited what, to do that, and I can't well, really, yeah. Well, right. I mean, so it, people call with, oh, I heard you can buy real estate, so they're wanting to buy that vacation mm-hmm. home or the second right. home, and that kills them. Or we've had situations where people, hey, I want to buy you know, a house or an apartment mm-hmm. or something over close right. to UT or one of the universities thinking their kids can stay in it while they're in college. And that's just not, yeah. that's not what this is for. Mm-hmm. So that, that, and then the other is just remember the IRA is separate from you and it's responsible for the expenses mm. because that trips some people up as well. So if you use all the cash out of it, Correct. right? You you're get be... yourself in a bucket. And are you paying gotcha. those taxes directly or is it having to go through somebody like you to pay those taxes? It go. it either goes through a property manager uh, or it needs to come through the custodian. Gotcha. It, okay. As a disqualified person, it should not come from you. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. e- even if it's temporary. It shouldn't be, hey, Mike, I went and paid the property tax, and I need you to reimburse me because I'm not supposed to pay it. You're not allowed to pay it even temporarily. So if uh, you know, like if I'm listening to this and you know, I'm interested um, and I contact you to set that up, it, it's, this is my ignorance on it. it are y'all kind of the uh, a one-stop shop on all of that? Uh, y'all help me with that, or is it we, we will assist you as whatever all, all level of detail as far as we the need. Ta- you know, the paying. Yep, absolutely. We okay, do. everything's on. Everything's documented for what we do, similar to a real estate closing. So we have a form for anything. Okay, you know, and so here it is. If you need us to assist you filling it out, great. Uh, when you get to the purchase process, my office, we even do a set. It, we'll even fill it out for you and set it up as an e-signature a lot, just to try to make the client's life easier. So uh, the, uh, do you have a lot of competition 
Or you? Not really. I mean, I mean, it, it is a very niche market, right? Yeah. I mean, it just is. A, when I got in the space 15 years ago, there were probably six or eight companies nationwide. There's probably 40 now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of folks have entered the space in the last eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I mean, I certainly have competitors. Do I see them a lot? Not, not Yeah, I was going to say. And then do you find that people are looking at more long-term real estate, more of the flipping? What do you see? Uh, long, buy from? and hold is by far the majority mm-hmm. of what we see. Yeah. So, what and about, so, yeah, go ahead. Um, you referenced um, a thought process about using your IRA. Um, this would be Jim that I'm speaking of <laughs> over there behind the scene, behind the curtain. Big Jim. Um, that you used your IRA to buy into a larger real estate capital um, group, right? So that's something else. That's correct. So you take that IRA, that ownership of that IRA, and then you get dividends off of that larger play, right? And, and we see a lot of that as you well, see that especially too. in the commercial space, right? A lot of these guys are doing syndications, raising a few million dollars or even double digits, you know, 10, $20 million. And we have, I mean, that's a significant portion of our business as well. Hmm, interesting. And then how did you hear about them? Todd Jackson. It's a word of mouth. Yeah. Word of yeah. mouth. Word of mouth. That's how I heard about him, too, is word of mouth. Yeah. Mike, let's, uh, before we forget, let's make sure pe- the viewers can get a hold of you when they want to do that, because I, I think that this is so, so interesting. Jason, can you imagine, let's say a couple years ago, that you and I threw in $300,000, not that either one of us had it, but just in case we had it, you know, let's, let's assume we did, and um, you bought a house. Look at that. Look at the yield on that. Wow. On that 300 grand, you know, yeah. in the last few years. I mean, it's almost like Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I don't know anything about Bitcoin. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> more kidding. secure than Bitcoin probably. You know, <laughs> don't, don't, don't send hate mail. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, there's some rabid Bitcoiners out there. Uh, anyway, that's another but yeah, topic. Yeah, I mean, what you're saying is true. I mean, it's and, a lot more than stock market. And, and to me, it's, uh, it's like, why aren't more people doing this? But I, I guess... One, a lot of people just don't know about That's it. the answer. I yeah, mean, my 401k, the one that I, when I changed companies, would have been a lot more if I did that, right. meaning I lost a lot of money yes. back in the 08 days. But then you have the, you know, the other group that, um, you know, they, they play the safe game, mm-hmm. uh, and I'd call it the safe game. Um, you know, it's all, it is an investment, but having rental properties is not something that they care to take on. Um, like where, you know, I've got rental properties, I love it. It's like, man, uh, yeah, I'm sitting here trying to think of, you know, what we could do because we've got 401s, we've got Roth or, yeah. I don't even know what we've got to be honest with you. It's all out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we just hope it's still there when we get to that 60 year old <laughs> yeah. age, right? Yeah, no kidding. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, this is When Monty gets there. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot shorter distance for me, <laughs> like yesterday, like. But I mean, this is, again, as real estate agents, anybody in in our industry, we're always looking for value adds. So a great conversation to, and again, we're trying to build our pipeline. That's right. Mm -hmm. Trying to, you know, help more people. There's so many people. I'm getting excited about the folks that don't qualify for the investment purchase. They just don't qualify for it. They don't have the 25% to put down in liquid cash. Mm -hmm. You know, they can only pull so much out of a 401k anyways to put down on the current properties. So they can't buy, they they can't get a mortgage because they yeah, but then they but they want to buy that investment property. You know, this is a huge win for Absolutely. for those folks. So, I mean, there's classes you can do. There's education you can do. Um, and I know you teach and train and do CE credits class. That's right. Correct. I think I'm going to need to. I'm going to call you up. So We're going to do so it. If, if one of our agents wanted to promote this kind of a a teaching, 
then you would come in and teach it? Absolutely. Because I think that's a great uh, value add would, for the realtors. You know? I, I, I would assist in any way. I've helped. Uh, I could, you know, do presentations, whether mm-hmm. it be in person or Zoom, or we can even, if somebody wants to do an email blast or yeah. newsletters and say, hey, Mike, can you write some blurbs for us to I'm a big promote fan. this? Um, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. Yeah. Because, because you guys are pointing, it's, a, it's just an, an extra resource, an extra tool in your toolkit. Right, right. As, right. A, as a realtor, if it were me, when I teach my CE classes, my closing question is if I was a realtor, every client I talk to, because you don't know is what you were talking about. You don't know if they were interested in investment properties or not, and, and maybe they don't realize this is an avenue. So even if I was talking to somebody about buying the home they're going to move to, I would I would probably mention it to every client. Did you know you could buy investment real estate mm-hmm. retirement plan so that way it's tax-free or mm-hmm. tax-deferred? And then if I was a real estate agent, I would pull and do my research on what I think is the best investment properties out Absolutely. there, right? Mm-hmm. And already have a portfolio of those, yeah. right? And then, like you said, to find the clientele that has mm-hmm. the 401ks, mm-hmm. work at certain corporations and possibly been there for a while, yes. you know? Um, yeah, this is... Yeah, I think I think I think a letter. I'm trying to brainstorm here, Jason, but a letter out to higher earners, you know, of offering this cl- free class uh, that could be significant. I think you, yeah. you know we have a great or a dinner, a, you know, like you yeah, could yeah, do, yeah, you do, know, do, do been, yeah, do a I've dinner. I've been the, invited to yeah. some of those, you know, right. from sure. financial right. planners and different things like that. But yeah, this is a huge win, and it sounds like the costs are very reasonable, you right. know. So, and again, just to recap, you are not the owner; the IRA is the owner. It would not be a primary home or an investment that you and I choose to go to. We can only invite our brother, and we can't eat turkey with them there, <laughs> type of thing. So. Um, so yeah, this is, but it is something that really can open up the eyes. Again, yeah. going back to marketing with real estate, we're trying to create curiosity, mm-hmm. turn heads. This mm-hmm. is a great conversation mm-hmm. piece. Maybe it doesn't fit everybody, but possibly that one person mm-hmm. um, would know somebody that it would, That's right? right? That's exactly right. I mean, we're sitting around the table with somebody that already did it, That's and we that. didn't even know that. Mike so. Todd, IRA, IRA Innovations at 615-794-8961, right? That's correct. And the, in the your um, your um, email address is mike at iraInnovations.com. And for more information, you can visit iraInnovations.com as well. Thank you this again, This is really Mike. good informative. It's, it's so not, very, not very often that you can run something new past us, old-timers here. <laughs> Me, my, I'm just speaking by myself. Very hey, exper- I love ex- it. Very exper- experienced And it doesn't timers. hurt me at all because, again, I'm going to still be helping that primary person, that's you know, right. the person that's buying right. that primary home, the second home, or even investment property that you do plan to, you know, Great actually information. run from Thanks, that. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Come back next week. You've been listening to The Talk of Music City Real Estate. 